Hey there everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Mandy. And welcome to Let's Plan a Wedding. Uh, sorry, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we put up an episode. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we had just gotten really busy. Uh, surprisingly, uh, not uh, related to our wedding, but related to other weddings. It was actually, we've had two weddings in between our break. And one was my brother's, and one was, shout out to listeners Dan and Shannon, who mm-hmm. had a very lovely wedding on June 30th. Great time, guys. Yep. And then we had an out-of-town guest. Yep, my mom was in town. Mama Yosh came to visit, hey. so. Uh, so, yeah, so unfortunately, with all that going on, uh, recording podcast episodes had to take a back seat to all that. Uh, yeah, sorry for the delay in episodes, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a podcast. It's free. We're not making you pay for this. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're going to try to make sure to not, uh, you know, to get back onto our weekly schedule now that things have kind of uh, simmered down uh, a little bit anyway. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, be looking forward to regular episodes again. Uh, so for this episode, uh, what are we talking about, Mandy? Today we're talking about wedding bands. Yes, uh, because during that, uh, I think it was three-week break <laughs> we took here, uh, both Mandy and I uh, got our wedding bands. We did. It was a little bit of a search, but yeah. we did accomplish both having our wedding bands in hand and fitting properly at this point eventually uh third time was charm for me for you yes uh i think we got yours the first time go we did uh so uh yeah we had started um a while back you know we knew we needed to get wedding bands i i think we originally had scheduled it on our calendar that we we needed to have the or we wanted to have the wedding bands in hand about a month before the wedding just to make sure we weren't rushing anything or scrambling to to, or settling for something yeah so uh we were uh downtown a little while ago and stopped into the same store that we had gotten mandy's engagement ring from just to take a look at things as a as an initial uh initial glance because i think well both you and i had kind of a vague idea of the type of band we were looking for uh but we didn't really specifically know what we wanted yeah i think i flopped a lot Mm. on what i thought i wanted and then what i actually wanted and well there there are a lot of nice options out there uh so we popped into the jewelry store uh took a look at what they had uh what they had was all very nice but it was uh, a little more expensive than we were looking for and uh you know we had you know over the past few months been getting advice from uh most if not all of our friends who were already married about uh, not overspending on the band. I think that was a common theme that we heard from people of all ages, quite honestly. I don't think anybody was the minority voice there saying like, oh no, you gotta spend a lot on the bands. Uh, And again, the main reason people gave when, when saying like, don't 
don't blow a lot of money on the band is apparently it's a thing uh, that uh, married people tend to lose these bands pretty regularly. I believe the the number one for me was when my cousin told me that one is buried in her garden somewhere. Yeah. And she lost it planting carrots one day. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, I think she she is currently on band number three or four. Three sounds right. So the the one in her garden and then several others are She also has her missing. original engagement ring. Yes. But I believe she's on wedding band number three. And, uh, yeah, her husband has been uh, prohibited from from buying uh, an actual ring anymore because he's lost enough of them that uh, she's got him on to the, like, rubberized material ones that, that come in a three-pack. I believe, yes, they come in multiple colors. I think there's a gray one, a silver one, and a black one. Mm-hmm. So he's on those now. She had said that it was... The, new, the number was too high to count at this point, and she was just done buying him wedding bands, so this was an economical solution for them. And again, I mean, it's it sort of makes sense. And, and like I say, you know, Joe and Ashley are, are nowhere near the exception. They are, they are the rule, because, again, all of our other married friends said similar things, that they were on band number two or three. I actually had- talked to a couple that has been married for like 30 years. And he said his one of his wives ended up in a garbage can mm-hmm. at one point, and then one disappeared, and she replaced it. And he was like, "Oh, I haven't seen that wedding band in a while." And she was like, "That's because I lost it for about three years." <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, from what everybody was telling us, it, it just seemed like the uh, the smart move was to I mean I mean you don't want to go chintzy uh, but to, to set a pretty conservative budget on what we're willing to spend on the bands because you operate under the assumption that yeah at one point in the future one or both of us are going to misplace this thing possibly multiple times uh, so yeah, and again, it sort of makes sense. It's a piece of jewelry you're you're generally wearing pretty much every day. Right. And like anything you're wearing that regularly, uh, yeah, you know, you, you take it off at the gym and, it, you know, it falls out of your bag. Uh, you take it off to, to shower. Uh, it's down the drain. Down the drain. You're gardening with it on which uh, that one i kind of question ashley on uh i don't know if i would garden with my wedding ring on uh no offense babe but i think i'd take it off if i'm gonna be like digging around in the dirt i think at that point that was band number two mm-hmm. and she was like bah yeah i'm just getting another one they're replaceable at this point so so yeah because of everybody's advice we then kind of we we set a very uh, very conservative budget for our bands. We, we decided between the two of us uh, we'd spend about $200. And we set it up that way too because I had already had an inkling that, that given my taste, my band was going to be a little cheaper. And given your taste, your band might be a little more expensive than mine. And so by setting a mutual budget 
basically what you know when if if I found a ring that was under a hundred bucks, anything my ring is under can then go towards yours, and that way we can both get what we wanted. Uh, but again, we weren't it, when we started looking for rings, we weren't initially. Uh, we weren't searching it by price. We were searching it by generally what we wanted. And then we kind of narrowed that down by price. Right. We, well, like I said, I think going into it, I really had no idea what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, I was on the mindset at first of I just wanted a plain band, something white gold, until I saw them in person and then decided I didn't like that option. Yeah. This was a little bit too plain for me. Well, and I think, too, like, with the, the plain white gold band at the thinness that you like your rings, because, uh, you know, you got smaller hands, uh, yeah, it starts to almost become nothing. It was a little boring for me. Yeah. Quite honestly. And then I had to consider... Am I going to pair this ring all the time with my engagement band? Am I going to continue to wear that as a set? Which actually, uh, just looking around and, you know, you start to notice this after uh, you actually spend some time shopping for wedding bands. Uh, That seems to be a popular option uh, for listeners out there who don't know what we're talking about. They again. I don't know when this became a thing, so this might be recent. They might have had stuff like this forever. I don't know. Honestly, I think it's an always thing. We're but we're we're back after a hiatus and as well researched as ever. Uh, but yeah, they basically they they can uh, they make a band that's got like it it's circular, but it's got a little I don't know divot in it. I believe there's two different kinds. There's one that has a divot in it, so it will butt directly against your engagement ring, and there's one that has the center almost cut out of it Mm. that your engagement ring then becomes set into. It, like, slides in, and it all becomes one one ring. Right. Right. (laughs) To rule them all. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, so those are neat options, and... The, the ones I've seen look really nice. Oh, they are beautiful. Uh, but I think, like, uh, for you, it really came down to the question of whether or not you wanted to keep wearing the full engagement ring. And I think then I had kind of decided for... I do love my engagement ring. Don't mm. get me wrong. It's beautiful. I hope so. <laughs> no, it's... I, it's at the very least, if you don't like it, I don't want to find out on our podcast. No, it's a gorgeous ring, and I love it. But after the ceremony, I've kind of decided that I wish to go down to just a wedding band mm-hmm. and save the engagement ring for dressier, more special occasions. And that's just mostly due to the fact of I do a lot with my hands throughout the course of the day, mm. and I feel more comfortable with the lighter ring on. I, I do a lot of filing and things like that, and it's already been into the jewelry shop for a repair because well and, and ex- exactly I, like um you know again the the engagement ring if i if i do say so myself is very nice it is but uh yeah you've been wearing it uh daily for since november yeah since uh, ju- only since november and uh had to get it cleaned twice 
uh, and one of the little... one of the side diamonds had come loose, so yeah. I took it in and they reset it for me. And again, which... I I don't think either of those is unusual. That's wear and tear for any piece of jewelry you're going to be wearing daily. Uh, I think that's if you kept wearing it, I I don't know as if you or really anyone could prevent that wear and tear. Uh, right, it's on my hands and I yeah. it gets bumped, it gets dirty, it gets lotion on it. it there's it, a whole slew of things that happen to it. And again, it's that kind of thing, I think, you know, for people out there who are also getting ready to shop for wedding bands, that's a major thing to consider, is that this, this really is. It's going to be a piece of jewelry... Uh, if you're planning on wearing it every day, it's a piece of jewelry you're going to wear every day. Right. And it's going to, uh, again, you're going to bump it against stuff. It's inevitable. You're you're not going to be able to spend the next 30, 40 years of your life hermetically sealing your, your uh, engagement ring or your wedding band from the world. And I know my, like my dad has actually switched to wearing his engagement ring on a chain around his neck because mm. he you know he has a physical job and yep. uses his hands a lot and that was just his solution to i still want to wear it every day but it's going to be wrecked like every three months if i do no oh, yeah and so you know again with with that in mind yeah i think tucking the engagement ring away and bringing it out for special occasions i think that works especially for me that just it's a better solution for me mm-hmm and you know again nothing nothing wrong with the idea of of like again getting one of those um wedding band uh you know that that integrates with the engagement ring to make a, a mega ring uh those are cool but uh yeah i i think for um you know your day-to-day life it, the the better idea is to save the engagement ring and go with something that you know it's yeah, i don't think you'd be thrilled but you know it's not the end of the world if if that band you breaks or gets lost we, right. we can replace it pretty easily absolutely and I, I think that was the deciding factor between the plain gold bin for me. Because without the engagement ring, it just... It's, it, it was nothing. Yeah. It was just not not quite enough for me. So... Uh, so then, uh, when... Uh, like, when we were at the jewelry store, uh, you'd, you'd found a couple that looked really nice. Uh, you remember any of those? Most... Well, they were all very specifically to my taste, mm-hmm. which is... They all had a row of diamonds in there at some point, and some of them were very nice. Some of them were custom, so they were a little unusual, not perfectly round. I think there was one that had like some swirls in it and mm-hmm. things like that. So I considered those for a while, and then decided I wanted a little bit more traditional with the, just the circular band. So mm-hmm. rolled those out, and some months went by, and <laughs> found a lot of things I. I didn't like or you know things that I thought were absolutely wonderful but I didn't want to pay $700 for them so finally did find one that I absolutely adore it's perfect to my taste it's the exact middle ground between the too plain and the too extravagant Mm -hmm. so it's white gold 
with a row of set-in diamonds, and it's very thin, so it complements my tiny hands. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those rings that it'll kind of take the beating that I'm probably going to throw <laughs> on it on my daily life. Well, then also, it looks nice with the engagement ring. It does complement the engagement ring very well. So if I do choose to wear them together, it's not... You know, it's not super obvious of, oh, this totally looks like a two different rings put together. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, it fits up nicely enough to the engagement ring and complements it very well. Mm -hmm. And leaves room on the other side for an anniversary band. I see. <laughs> oh, it does. That, 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 that's a very subtle hint. Is it now? Uh, so that, that would be for the, what, 10th? Uh, what's the diamond anniversary? I, I don't know. I think it's first. Uh, no, that's paper. No, I don't know about that. Okay, well, well... I think everyone is diamond. You know what? We'll see what happens next November. Uh, but yeah, and, well, and, and then uh, we were able to find that ring, uh, of all places, uh, on Amazon. Because Amazon has everything. Uh, but uh, I think Amazon was the right place to go because we had looked at uh, we wound up looking at two jewelry stores, and they all had really nice stuff. Uh, and uh, but I think when you go to a jewelry store, you're going to be buying something that, by its nature, is more expensive uh, because <clears throat> jewelry stores don't stay in business by selling you cheaper jewelry. They stay in business by selling you more expensive jewelry and again it's not that they're gouging you you're you know the the rings we looked at in both jewelry stores i would say were worth every penny that they were charging they're well the very jewelry nice. store rings one had bigger diamonds mm -hmm. which you know were very pretty but again they had that height on them to which would it's gonna start scraping things exactly or banging on things as you know i've encountered already but with the jewelry store, you do pay the little bit extra. You get the warranties. Mm -hmm. You know, you get, okay, so, like, with my engagement ring, I just went back and said, this stone is loose. And they said, okay, we'll fix it on the spot. No problem. Here's yep. your ring back. Have a nice day. So with Amazon, you know, obviously, if I lose a diamond out of that ring, they're not Amazon's good. not compensating. They're not. No. They're going to be like, well, would you like to reorder this ring? Uh, we, can, we can have it to you in two days. Uh, but yeah, and, and but again, it's like you know, for for those of you out there, if you if, if everything we're saying is making sense, if if we're getting a lot of north south uh, from you, uh, as far as again keeping a, a fairly low budget, uh, you may want to start by looking on Amazon uh, because again, if you go into a jewelry store and ask them for you know a a ring that. Uh, it, it isn't going to run more than $30. They're going to just kind of stare at you blankly. Well, for the record, my ring was a little more than $30. Mine, Amazon. mine was not. Yours was not. Uh, and so, yeah, they, like I say, the, a, a professional jewelry store, uh, the you don't really go there to buy knock-around jewelry. Or, you know, again, jewelry that you're okay with if it takes a beating. You're there to buy fine jewelry, and that's what they're selling. And like I say, it's not a knock on the stores because uh, I don't think the you know with the prices they quoted us, I don't think they were 
trying to rip us off or anything. Oh, not I at think all. They were charging what the ring that they were showing us costs. Um, unfortunately, again, they're they're they sell fine jewelry, which is not knock around jewelry. It's not everyday jewelry. It's special, and so it's more expensive. Um, so yeah, we had like, like I say we'd gone to the the place where we got. Uh, your engagement ring, and then we went to another place kind of nearby us where your brother had gone. Yes, it was where my brother had gotten both his wedding bands and his fiance's engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And they were awesome shop. Oh, yeah. Real, super nice. Um, but, again, they... they uh, I even I think if we had walked in and asked them to start on the low end... Uh, Anything they had in that store was going to bust our budget. Oh, I agree. Uh, right off the bat. I think even the smallest ring that I looked at there was like 300 Yeah. And again, if, if, you, if you want to spend more on your band, uh, if you're confident that you can uh, not lose it, not damage it, uh, if you don't have a, a job that's you know demanding on your hands... That's cool. Uh, and in that case, yeah, I would start at a jewelry shop. Oh, absolutely. Uh if you are going for if, if you're fairly confident that you will lose your band or that you are going to knock it around a lot just in the course of life uh, I'd start by looking on Amazon uh, because Amazon you can I mean as we discovered you can buy a $3,000 ring on Amazon if you want yeah this wedding has really taught me that Amazon has everything they really do uh, thank you, Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> if if you'd like, for a nominal fee, we will let Amazon sponsor our wedding. We'll put up banners, uh, things like that. Oh, yeah, I've already tried to crowdsource our wedding. And I'm sure Jeff Bezos is listening to this podcast, as he tends to do. I'm sure he's not, but mm. that's okay. Amazon's still quality. Well, if he ever does hear it, uh, like I say, we, we, we are accepting sponsorship for the wedding. Um... But yeah, no, the the nice thing uh, with Amazon is you can just go there and you know search search for wedding bands, scroll through page after page after page of them, and of course you can then start to set parameters by price uh, to start to find what you want for a price you're willing to pay for it. Oh yeah, I think it was great for that, even if we weren't planning on purchasing from there. Mm -hmm. It was a nice kind of, hey, I can sit on the train and just look at different ideas of things that I really like or things that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, yeah, even even if you were intending on on getting your ring through a jewelry store, getting a, 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 a finer piece of jewelry, uh, for that band, uh, scroll around Amazon, see what they got. That way, when you go into the jewelry store, you could literally hold up a picture and say, "I want this." This is what I'm looking for. Because uh, yeah, their their selection, Amazon selection is vast. Um, again, as the the advertising says, they've got everything. So, uh, so yeah, we had found. Uh, you know, through searching on Amazon, you kind of narrowed it down, and then we just went out and and found, you know, based on that, a, a ring that matched what you were looking for. Because again, you wanted you, you like white gold. I do. You wanted the kind of 
single row of diamonds running around the top of it. I did. And then you wanted it, uh, was yours two millimeter? I believe it was thin. It was either two or three. Uh, I've, through this whole process, I've come to, like, understand jewelry dimensions uh, fairly well. Uh, And so, you know, a a thin band. And you basically, by the time we got it narrowed down to that, we were basically able to do uh, an Amazon search and then narrow it down in that left column by width, uh, material... And, and get it to, uh, you know, a couple pages of results where, and the, oh, and then narrow it down by price, uh, where we found, again, I think uh, an ideal ring for you at exactly the price we wanted. Oh, I'm back. very happy with it. I'm very happy with the look of it and the price of it. And I was lucky enough to know my size when I ordered it mm-hmm. so that it fit when it came. And, uh, well, and, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, though I will say the uh, yeah lesson learned on my part uh, is if you are going to go with the Amazon option uh, at least stop off at a jewelry store to peruse and get them to size you Uh, because the as I discovered with my ring the instructions for measuring your ring size that are provided on the product page uh, are not super correct. They can be confusing at best, depending on the website. So, like, uh, for my ring, again, I knew I wanted something. I I don't particularly... I I don't, like, uh, really like jewelry. Like, the wedding, you know, the wedding ring will be really one of the only pieces of jewelry I ever wear regularly. Yeah, aside from cufflinks, I don't think I've ever seen you wear no, any I, type of jewelry. No, I, I don't. Ring, uh, rings, uh, the only necklace I've ever worn is my dog tag. I was just going to say, yeah, you wear a necklace, but it's your dog tag. Uh, yeah, no, aside from uh, a, a, a lifelong love of French cuff shirts and therefore cufflinks, and I've got a couple of, like, tie clips, and that's the extent of my man jewelry. Um, I've got, like, four watches, and I never wear any I was going to say, you them. have a pocket watch, but I believe that's your grandfather's? Yeah. So. Uh, and then I've got wrist watches that, again, they're all very nice, and a couple of them were gifts. But uh, in a, a world where uh, the iPhone is the new pocket watch, <laughs> in that it, you keep it in your pocket and it tells me the time... I don't even really wear a wristwatch anymore. Uh, again, rare, rare occasions I will. But yes, yeah, so I've never been a big jewelry person. And again, the ring will be, uh, aside from the dog tags, <laughs> the only piece of jewelry that I wear with any sort of regularity. Uh so it'll be an interesting experience after the wedding to get used to putting a piece of jewelry on every day. How many times do you think you're going to forget? A lot. <sighs> like, yeah, the you'll you'll come home before I do and see the the or you'll you'll wake up in the morning because I leave now before you and you'll just see the ring sitting on the <laughs> nightstand and be like, well, another one. Uh, again, it, like I say, I'm just not in the habit of doing it. And 
I'll eventually get there. I was going to say, I think eventually you're going to get there. But, yeah, those first couple months, I guarantee you, this thing gets left on the nightstand quite a bit. The Um, question then becomes, do I move it on you? I mean, you can. Like, again, with with the the ring I went with, this thing is very replaceable. Uh, So, yeah, like I say, I'm not a big jewelry guy. And even within that, I really, uh, at least on on me, don't like gold jewelry. And that was, that, actually, that was a, a, an early discussion we had to have, and I think um, uh, worth rehashing uh, here for the podcast is uh, the idea of, do the, do the bands need to match? Uh, because I think common wisdom is that they should i think it's more of a newfound thing of where people are straying away more and more of caring whether the bands match per se but i know that there are certain it depends on the person well again people do want their bands to match not entirely again not not researched here but it always seemed to me that the part of the the tradition of the wedding band is that it's a set uh, the, it's the, the two bands uh, traditionally match. Uh, the problem is, and, and I'm, again, I'm, it's another one of these traditions I'm glad we're getting away from, is Mandy and I have very different taste in jewelry. We do. Uh, what little jewelry I, I do own, I, I do have a specific taste in it. And I, again, one of the things... Uh, whether it's watches, cufflinks, or tie clips, I don't own gold jewelry. I, I just don't like the way gold looks on me. I think I have equal parts, yellow gold and mm-hmm. white gold. And it, it depends on the stone. And again, it's it's not a, it, you know, not casting aspersions on gold or people who wear it. I just don't like it, how it looks on me. So my, my jewelry tends to be uh, silver, uh, stainless steel, uh, nickel, uh, or in the case of the ring, uh, I wound up getting a uh, tungsten carbide ring, uh, which has a nice s- silver gray color to it. Uh, wound up getting it uh, with beveled edges and a brushed finish down the center, uh, which I've seen, again, not an original idea. I've seen guys with rings similar to this. Uh, before and always thought, well, that looks really nice. That that looks like the type of ring I would get. And now tungsten is actually a kind of metal, correct? Yeah. And, well, and tungsten carbide's a, a, an alloy. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it, you know, pretty quick search on Amazon. Um, being able to exclude all yellow gold jewelry and uh, white gold, because uh, even that's a little too... Uh, shiny. Um, yeah, I wound up finding uh, this ring I, in a couple minutes. Um, and then it was just a matter of figuring out, okay, well, you know, how thick uh, or uh, of a ring is really going to work for me. And I think I wound up, uh, this is six millimeters. Um and again, that's about right for my hand. And, you know, again, it's one of those things that's personal taste. Uh, some people, because they have much bigger hands than me, 
uh, need a thicker ring, and so they need to go to like an eight millimeter or ten millimeter. Uh, some people with smaller hands. Um, again, my hands are about right in the middle. I was gonna say they're pretty average. Yeah. So people with smaller hands might need to go with a four uh, or even a two. Um, or uh, again, it might just come down to preference. Regardless of the size of your hands, you may want a really thick or a really thin ring. Uh, I think six is about average. Uh, it's it's about in the middle as far as general ring sizes. And I think the ring that you picked out is very suited to you. Mm-hmm. It's very much your taste. To where if we tried to impose the matching thing, it would almost it would look strange mm-hmm. on you. Well, you'd have a row of diamonds on it. Yeah, which would be weird for me, too. Uh, again, not a lot of bling on any of my jewelry. No, you're definitely not very flashy uh, of jewelry. And so, yeah, I, I, like I say, I'm, I was... We had talked about it, um, and I think uh, you might have... Uh, had been a little hesitant to go with mismatched uh, bands for about a minute before, yeah, it just, again, the type of ring you wanted was not going to match the type of ring I wanted, and I don't think either of us wanted to wear a, a matching set to the other's ring. No, I, I did not want that. So like you said, it was all of maybe like a two-minute, well, I guess really they don't have to. Yeah, and and again, it's, you know, if, if uh, you're out there listening and think, no, they, you know, they it's the symbol that the rings have to be a set and they match and you both wear one, that's fine. Like, oh, yeah, there's absolutely and, nothing wrong with it. And especially if, both of you like the same kind of jewelry then i you know again the downside of going with the mismatched rings is you don't we we don't get that symbolic thing of again the rings matching um but you know we were more willing to err on the side of each having a piece of jewelry we liked rather than and, you know, chasing the the symbolic, you know, uh, thing of the tradition of matching rings, and so again, you know, that's just something you know to sit down with your future husband, your future wife, and have that that discussion of really how important is it to you that they match, if it's even a thing at all. Um, and so yeah, again, I uh, was able to find this pretty quick on Amazon. Uh, ran me just under $20 because uh, the, like I say this alloy is not particularly expensive uh, which was nice too because again basically then I got to push the money I didn't spend towards your ring uh, which we still came in under budget it was uh, under budget it was my ring was a little bit more than yours yeah. but well and it was gonna be right I, you, you know your preference was towards white gold which is more expensive than tungsten carbide plus with the diamonds in it but again like i didn't really care all that much because i you know i found the ring i wanted uh it just so happened to be super cheap it was just a happy coincidence that it was such a low cost and so like if they had had uh, you know a even a slightly different ring for 
a hundred bucks, my you know my full half of the budgeted amount, I wouldn't have gone with it because this was the one I wanted. Uh, and yeah, uh, given that the likelihood is is fairly high that at some point in in our life together I'm going to lose this ring. I'm pretty comfortable knowing that I can replace it for 20 bucks. And I think you did go for a little bit more of the plainer side because mm-hmm. I believe my brother also has a tungsten wedding band, but his was a little bit flashier. Mm-hmm. And, and a little bit cost more costly. And again, you you know there there is a yeah, there's a spectrum on that. Uh, you uh, even on the the simple tungsten carbide uh, rings, uh, but you know again, uh, I found the ring I wanted just so happened to be very very affordable. And I think you knew a little bit more going in what you wanted. Yeah, it just became an issue of like I said, what I, size should you buy? I'd seen. Uh, friends of mine, uh, other people with similar rings to this, and always, every time I saw that, I'm like, yeah, that that is the what what I would get in a wedding ring. Uh, yeah, the size. So, uh, found the ring on Amazon, uh, purchased it, and not really no again, not being a jewelry guy. Didn't know my ring size. Well, I don't even... The first time you ordered it, I don't even think you thought to change the size. No, it was just whatever the preset <laughs> it was. It was the preset. So it showed up uh, very small. Um, like, couldn't get it around my knuckle. Fortunately, and again, though we would accept it, they are not sponsors, but I'm going to, you know, give Amazon the shout out anyway... <laughs> Their return policy is fantastic. So, sent it back. Uh, got my refund before the we even put the 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 one in the mail. And this time I, I went on. They had a little sizing chart of how to measure your ring size. And um, best I could, I measured the you know the size the circumference of my my ring finger found where that was in the chart and it kicked me out uh, a size which seemed like it was going to be too big um but decided to trust the chart we're going to trust the chart here. i had my reservations about it when you I told did me too. the size i, I was did like, too that I, doesn't we, seem right we sat there and talked about it where we're both sitting there like that seems big but that's what the chart said so we went with it Two days later, ring shows up. It's colossal. It just in no way, like it, it, I, I would put it on, and if I just dropped my hand to my side, the ring would fall off. So, okay. So then, before we ordered, we I, we put that one in the put it in the, got the return slip, put it in the mail, sent it back. It was convenient refund. to have a UPS drop box at work. Yes, it was the running joke of I'd come in in the morning and the ring box would be sitting on my desk, and they laugh and go, "What's wrong with that one now?" Well, and, and we really went through a full Goldilocks of the first one was too small, the next one was too big. So fortunately, then. Uh, but before buying, purchasing another one, or uh, you know, repurchasing, uh, we had gone up to that jewelry store where your brother got his rings. And while there, 
I got the 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 guy at the store to size me, uh, you know, to get my because they've got the little thing uh, with all the the rings of various sizes, and they put it on your finger and they see which one's right. So finally got my actual ring. Yes, they size. were nice enough to size you while I looked at potential wedding bands for myself. Yep. Then yeah, so I finally got my actual ring size. Was able to come back, order it third time, and just like Goldilocks, the last one was just right. Um, yeah, showed up uh, two days later, uh, fits perfectly, and uh, looks really nice. It does. Uh, so it's very suited to you. I am uh, uh, holding it right now and uh, looking forward to wearing it uh, in a few months. Yeah, it's getting it's getting there. Yeah. So, yeah, is you know, when it comes to the wedding bands, uh, yeah, again, it's, as with oh so many things that uh, have to do with, you know, planning your wedding, it does come down to your preferences. And, you know, if you, if you want to spend a lot on them, that's, that's cool. I mean, uh, right, if money was no object to me... I would have went with that gorgeous black diamond one that I found. Mm-hmm. But uh, but again, I, I do think there is something to be said for uh, at least uh, uh, having in mind the the potential that your wedding band is going to wind up being kind of disposable. In that, again, just wear and tear... And, and knocking it around, you're probably going to go through more than one through the course of your marriage. Well, I think we took a very practical approach on it. Mm. And, I mean, there are other options. And certainly in the future, you know, I may get a nicer one that pairs to set into my engagement ring to wear on the nicer occasion. Oh, what occasion would possibly uh, require that I get you a nice ring? Well, there's this... You know, I mean, there's several. We could have anniversaries, birthdays, Christmas. Jewelry yeah. is accepted for all of those occasions. Yeah, but again, I, I, we, we got to get the chart out and figure out, because I don't think we get to gold until, like, 50 years? 25? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean... Well, they say, if, if, I do know for a fact that the first anniversary is the paper anniversary. And that could be the receipt you, that comes with the band. You are going to get a ream of some very nice 85 by 11 paper for the printer. Uh, that or I could get you uh, some very nice brown paper bags. I don't know what you get for paper. Uh, we'll have to do a whole other episode about this. Follow-up uh, anniversary episodes. But yeah, like, diamond anniversary? That that might be 50. I'm not sure. I, I'm honestly not sure. I'd have to do some research we'll, into... We'll pull up the list. It's uh, Again, I'm sure we'd do a whole episode going through the anniversaries to come. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we, we wound up going with the... Uh, yeah, the... Certainly the cheaper option. I, I think... You know, if if we went a couple years uh, into the marriage and both of us still have our original wedding bands, uh, then yeah, maybe maybe we both upgrade at that point. Uh, for as far as the band, yes, you'll still get your anniversary rings. 
but yeah, kind of kind of like uh, when it comes to uh, children wanting pets, uh, you need to show me that you're responsible first. And I say that to me just as much as to you. I'll also accept dogs as anniversary yes. presents. No, I'm just, sure you would. I would. Uh, dogs, lizards, bats, apparently. We're going to... I would like a bat house. That would be great. I'm, I'm okay with that. You're only okay with it because of Batman. Yes. But I think the important thing to realize in picking your wedding band is that it's something you can always upgrade or downgrade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you can always upgrade... You you can downgrade, but that implies that you have lost a six hundred dollar piece of jewelry. I mean, not necessarily. You may decide that you want to just put that up and not wear it every day and mm. buy a cheaper band. Mm. I mean, it doesn't have to be lost. It could just be a decision of, no, I'd really like to keep this nicer. Let's go with a little bit of a more simple option. No, and like I say, really more. More, because again, you've been wearing the engagement ring for almost a year now, without any inc- in- incidents. Uh, more for myself, going with the children and pets rule is I, I need to demonstrate to myself that I can be trusted to not lose this thing or forget it so regularly that uh, people don't even know that I'm married. Uh, because again, I have, I have never in my life worn a ring uh, with any sort of regularity. You're worried about ending up in that uh, disposable rubber ring territory, aren't you? I am. I in, well, we'll just call that Joe territory. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am a little concerned I, within like two years I'm, I'm wearing in, in fact, you get tired of even buying the disposable rings and just like tie a rubber band around my finger um i'm i don't think it'll get that bad the twisty ties from the garbage bags the twisty, yeah the twisty, just a piece of string uh be like jimmy stewart's uncle in uh uh it's a wonderful life just the string tied around my finger uh, but yeah so i kind of want to I was very okay getting a a very or you know, relatively cheap ring uh, to start with. It's it's my starter ring. Well, I had just to- just to see if wearing wearing a piece of jewelry like this every day uh, again, assuming I remember to wear it, uh, that I can not lose damage. Uh, you know, swallow, I don't know, whatever. I left my ring on the nightstand and the cat ate it. Yeah, the, well, more likely the dog. Jenna does like shiny things. She does. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if you're, if you're getting ready to shop for rings out there, that is just something to consider. If both of you are regular ring wearers, just, you know, as part of your natural taste in jewelry... Yeah, you probably if if you wear rings every day and don't like haven't destroyed one uh, yet, yeah, you can probably go with something more expensive and you'd be fine. I mean, it all comes down to big shock. It's very yeah. subjective. Yeah, it's, it's all what's going to be best for you and what you want out of it and what again your budget is allowing for you to spend. 
But uh, again, there are some very practical advantages to going a little lower on the budget with the uh, with the wedding bands. Uh, you know, save your money for the again the engagement ring, the anniversary ring, uh, stuff like that. Well, but, especially in our case, as you know, we are fronting for the wedding ourselves, yeah. so it was something else to consider in the budget. And yeah, it was something that we looked at and went, "No, we're we're perfectly happy to start off very practical." Mm-hmm. Because yeah, once once then the wedding's uh, entirely paid off. And we're getting around to that anniversary time, then all of a sudden there's money in the budget for something nicer. Um, but yeah, so that's that. That is our our tale of wedding bands. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Again, sorry for being off for the last couple weeks, but uh, yeah, it's kind of unavoidable. Uh, we should be clear sailing for the the weeks to come i believe we do plan on being back more regularly we've got uh topics lined up um should get and and we're getting updates uh we'll talk a little bit more about it in weeks to come but we just sent out our wedding invitations today uh so we are uh, now entering phase two of wedding planning we're out of phase one into phase two and uh, you know, as as those come back, that then opens up more topics that we can actually talk about, like as things are progressing. So, should have some good stuff coming out to you in the future. Uh, as always, uh, we invite you to join our Facebook group where you can leave your thoughts on wedding bands, and uh, if especially if you have. Uh, if you're already married and have lost or damaged wedding bands, if you've got a good story about that, we're always happy to hear it. I was just going to say, love to hear the stories. Maybe you've been married forever and you have the exact same band that you put on your finger that day. Want to hear that too? That's, that's impressive. Um, if you are not a Facebook user, you can always email us at letsplanawedingpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Um, and with that, uh, again, glad to be back. And thanks for listening to Let's Plan a Wedding. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs>